Welcome to FMAO, for mature audiences only, with your hosts, Jake Haslow and Tommy Danger. Hello, adults in the room. Welcome to FMAO, for mature audiences only, where we share our anomalous perspectives on societal trends. My name is Jake Haslow. I'm over here in Philadelphia, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tommy Danger, Tommy over in New York City. Tommy, how are you doing today? How are you identifying? Jay, my fellow adult in the room, I am doing great. Today, I identify as AOC's amazing ass. Just Oh, my God. I, Always is, with AOC. You are she, This you is are the obsessed. second time I identify as AOC's body part. An AOC body part. It was her left tit so i'm right-handed i'll grab for her left tit now i identify to, as i don't have to what <laughs> we might have to come up with a, a special acronym for this podcast like an aoc bp <laughs> bp uh it's today it's becoming I, a regular I, thing i don't know if it's if it's a paradoxical thing if i'm sexually <clears throat> aroused by a woman's body part why would i be identifying as it but then again Whatever. It's just silliness. It's tomfoolery. Jay, exactly. how are you exactly. identifying as today? Okay, yeah. So I, I am identifying today as an unborn fetus, mm. a.k.a. a clump of cells. Uh, or or oh. a.k.a. just a fetus. It doesn't have to be born. <laughs> a fetus is unborn by definition, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is that redundant, <laughs> unborn fetus? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm identifying as the redundancy that is an unborn fetus. Well, in today's, um, in today's <clears throat> madness, you do have to be specific, so yeah. that might be necessary. Yeah. Nowadays, there might be such a thing as a born fetus, an unborn yeah. fetus. And like you said, it's all up to us, however we want to identify. We're a couple of post-pregnant fetuses right now. We're, that's what we are, you know? Just yes. walking around, just a clump of cells. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, though, like as a clump of cells, in the state of California, you could legally murder me right now uh-huh. because I am just a clump of cells. I have fully admitted uh-huh. that I am a clump of cells. But before you, our audience, before you guys get any crazy ideas, uh-huh. I'm only identifying as this today. So uh-huh. no, no longer fair game tomorrow. So The, the sale ends tonight, midnight. Exactly. That's what you're that's, saying. That's just how I'm feeling right now. Uh-huh. So, you know, you have to respect my moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so Tommy, what are we going to get into today? We, we, got a lot of, we got a lot of stuff cooking here. We got a lot. We're, we're, we're rocking and rolling here at the FMAO. Uh, we got uh, a few juicy uh, stories to cover. Um, a lot of white men today. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we that... Love. We love white men. I don't think that white unlike, men, unlike the rest of the world, cisgendered white men are necessarily superior, but they do have a knack for getting themselves into the news. And we're gonna, we'll be, we'll be some, some, something for good, something for bad, something for something interesting, uh, something to just food for thought. But uh, it, it's gonna be. It's going to be good. So why don't we get into the first one? Yeah, let's get into Sam Harris. Let me start us off with a brief synopsis. If you, for the adults in the room who are unfamiliar with this uh, personality, 
named Sam Harris. Let me read. Let me read for us a little synopsis. Sam Harris is an American philosopher, author, podcast host. His work touches a wide range of topics, including rationality, religion, ethics, free will, neuroscience, psychedelics, politics, terrorism, artificial intelligence. Harris came to prominence for his criticism of religion. Keep that in mind, criticism of religion and Islam in particular and is known as one of the four horsemen of new atheism, including uh, Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens, and Daniel Dennett. New York Times a few years ago has uh, labeled him as one of the, quote, renegades of intellectual dark web, dark web which includes uh, notable people such as Eric Weinstein, Ben Shapiro, Dave Rubin, your boy, and Joe Rogan. Um, he is- Wait, wait, did you just refer to Dave Rubin as my boy? As your boy, Dave no. Rubin, is renegade. He's a renegade of IDW. <laughs> I yeah, knew, he, I, I, I knew I'm not going to go to the lengths that you are to say like, eh, with him, but I don't know. I don't feel comfortable referring to him. Oh, you're pulling, you're, you're, you're selling Dave Rubin stock. <laughs> you're selling off the yes. stock. Yes, I am. I'm selling off. Um, are you going to hold on to anything in particular? Are you going to sell off all of it or are you going to hold on to no. a little bit? No, no, no. I still like him. I, I, okay. He's got his place. But I think Matt Walsh has gained more stock. I've invested <laughs> more in that. And <laughs> I had to withdraw a little bit from Dave Rubin to put over there. So, you know. That's honest. I admire that. I admire that. Yeah, yeah. So what Sam Harris, this fellow, um, what, what trouble he has found himself, gotten himself uh, into this week um, is that he was on a interview, a lengthy interview for that. Um, I believe the, the interview, uh, the platform is called Trigonometry. <clears throat> and yep. you can look this up on YouTube. It's making his rounds um, if you haven't already. And what's really notable, if not downright shocking and alarming, his, his comments on Biden... Hunter Biden's laptop, Donald Trump, and just the complete, like, disarmingly honest uh, Trump derangement syndrome, meaning that he, uh, quote unquote, uh, Joe Biden's corruption is infant, infinite, infinitesimal. Infinitesimally. Infinitesimal. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I yeah. couldn't get that word. Infinitesimal compared to. Uh, with his kickbacks from Hunter Biden through Ukraine and China, compared to Donald Trump, and he went to continue to, he wanted to go down the rabbit hole of Trump University and its uh, supposed uh, fraudulent activities. Not supposed. It, it, they did settle in court, but I, know, I will get into that. But he was just unraveling, like, uh, how... The conspiracy to prevent Trump from being reelected was fully warranted, mm -hmm. meaning that any illegal activity to pr stop Trump and anyone, just anyone, he says, an average American citizen to be in the White House yeah. in the in the driver's seat was better than having Trump to be reelected. Yeah, and it was just an amazingly, uh, almost like refreshing to hear this kind of tds coming through the pipeline. refreshing 
Yeah. It was like, like a reminder. It's kind of like, oh, remember that? Oh, thing? oh TDS yeah, is out is. there, for, uh, like kicking and screaming. It's not. Well, let's let's hear your takes on this. Let's 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 jump into what what you got, what what uh, points and observations you have. Yeah, so I, I watched the full interview on trigonometry, and I'm just like, I, I have a number of thoughts. And it, it's, it's funny, the thing about TDS is you would think, and I made this mistake a couple months ago when I made a very polite comment on a Facebook friend's post about something political. Uh-huh. And I know this person was infected with TDS, like, for the last... There's a part of me that just feels like, aren't we over this? Like, aren't you all just like, okay, Trump's no longer president. Let's move on with our lives. Isn't there a part of you? Like, even me, I was right about the China virus and the <laughs> mandates, all this being garbage. I was right. But even I, even though I was right, I'm willing to move on with life. Like, let's just fuck all that shit. Let's just move on. And yet the TDS, this is one of my statements to make. Mm-hmm. TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome, is an incurable disease. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're seeing, Sam Harris didn't even have to go there. He didn't have to make this kind of statement, you know? He went out of his way to make this a point, you know? He didn't have to lose his intellectual high ground. He he wanted to make this point because he feels that strongly about it. Absolutely. Because... Because there's there's a fine line where I'll agree with anyone. If Sam Harris or anyone for that matter says that Trump is bad for our country, uh, to some extent I'll agree with that. Trump is a narcissistic, chaotic person. I'll yeah. I'll fully agree with that. I'll buy mm-hmm. that. Um, Trump, it's it's bad for this country if Trump were to get reelected. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. You know, I'm not I'm not fully backing off from that statement. But then sure. he just goes full tool mode and just, what, the rule of law just goes out the door? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's remarkable almost. Yeah. And this is where I'm like, you know, they talk about like long COVID. Yeah. Long TDS. That's <laughs> the, what that was. The long tail of TDS. Yep. Exactly. It That's is a amazing. lifelong illness. That's amazing. Incurable. Can you imagine? Can you imagine like ten years from now we're still talking about TDS? Oh my god! Can you I imagine? Know, right? Can you imagine even if he dies? Even if Trump's old, he's in his seventies. If he passes, and we're still talking about TDS, right? That's insane. I can understand people still talking about him because he is a bombastic character. You know, mm-hmm. like he. I mean, and even in this interview that came up, there was blame. Where does the blame go around? And some mm-hmm. of the blame in the conversation they were having on the interview was about CNN and all of the left-wing media because they Trump was great for ratings. So they kind of created this monster, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, they just never thought he would actually win, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's one thing for people to still be talking about him and whatever. Like, now they just, the FBI just raided Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to talk about him. You know, like, I think you and I probably don't talk about him that much on this show just because it's kind of like, why bother? Yeah. He's not, he's not the president anymore. Yeah. So let's move on. Yeah. If he's going to run in 2024, okay, fine. We'll talk about that. But right now it's like, 
what's the point? You know, but with, with this interview with Sam Harris and other, it's like people come out of the woodwork, and, and it shows me like the the TDS is just lying dormant this whole time. You know, it's like they're in remission temporarily from their TDS, and then it, it just comes back like a cancer. You know, yeah. and and this is a clear example of that. And I'm just like, yeah, TDS is incurable. Like, I'm pretty convinced of that. Yeah, let's go over the facts. Um, if there, people keep saying, and you know, I shared with you about their how on our FMAO Twitter profile. Check it out at, at FMAO Show. I posted a, I retweeted a uh, interview of such a person who is just completely fascinated by Trump, um, in the sense that the person said who's being interviewed off the street protesting against Trump, obviously, you know, the interview, you know, the person being interviewed was saying provable crimes. Trump did committed provable crimes. And the interview just very simply, but definitely said, what provable crimes? What are the provable crimes that Trump did? And the interviewee just was at loss for words, just like, uh, 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 you know, broken record. And um, that's just one very simple, simple litmus test of either if you're listening to this or people that you may know for the audience member for the adults in the room yeah what what did trump do wrong what what are illegal things that trump did first of all you want to talk about trump university do a quick google search that's been settled that was a civil case not a criminal one supposedly trump's uh trump university cfo is uh has uh, something an ace up his sleeve that's something i really skimmed over who knows if that comes to light and Trump himself is in the middle of a criminal court case, by all means, let it go through the system. But so far, you look at anywhere, anyone who's talking or go up the chain to CNN, you're not going to see what crimes that Trump has committed. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get a little left versus right, $50 billion so far has gone to Ukraine because of the Biden administration, at least 40, right? And um, Ukraine is notoriously corrupt. It is on the last quartile, the last 20% in terms of corruption, according to the United States, United Nations, um, along with Russia. So you're going to send $40 billion <laughs> to a country that's been historically corrupt, that they can't keep their own shit together? Yeah. You know, compared to other nations in that region of the world, it's yeah. just it's just mind-boggling. At the same time, we're having baby formula shortages in America. You know, it's like at the same time, it's like at the same time we have Ben Stiller going over there. We have Vogue going over there taking photos, and we have Zelensky oh, coming yeah. out as they them pronouns. Right. This is insane. Did he really? He came. Oh, you didn't know this? No. Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, <laughs> came with the Vogue interview. Came out as oh, non-binary. Really? And his pronouns are they, them. Get the fuck out of here. He is basically the, the, the face of the Democratic Party right now. Oh, my it's, God. It's, and the man. Hollywood elite. It's insane. If there was some way legally that they, I'm sure they're, they wish they could somehow get him over here to run for president of the United States. Like, oh, by all means. He, I mean, I don't know if it's, if it's uh, they'll, they'll figure out a way. They'll figure out a way yeah. for It's not legal because he's not, he's not an American citizen and he wasn't born yeah. in America, so. He'll be like a, a, a new version of Arnold, like run for the right. governor of New York or California and he'll get, he'll win right. it. You know, 
that's insane. It's it's a clown world. It really truly is. One thing um, I I wanted to uh, point out is how with Sam Harris and just the delusion that he goes through is that I I realize, and this is not just for the leftists and the NPCs and anyone suffering from TDS. Is this applies to the right? I think you just implied. You just actually said one of to prove one of my points, which is fantasy is more seductive than reality. Um, so this fantasy that Trump is a criminal, mm. Mm. this fantasy that, you know, or take it the other way, this fantasy that for those of us who haven't got the Fauci ouchie, the, the jab, um, you know, we've, we've quietly waited, may or may not have waited the day of retribution and vindication. Like, see, we were right all along. You could get, yeah. you could get the it jab. Quietly, it quietly comes and goes. And meanwhile, Fauci is on the cover of Time magazine. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but see, that's a fantasy. That's not, that's not reality. The reality is there's no, for those who are freely thinking people and have lived accordingly so, there's no day of retribution. There's no day of uh, vindication coming. You're, you won't have your day that where it's like, oh, we were so wrong and you were so right. right. That day's not coming. That's fantasy. And for the people who are extremely left and suffering from TDS, look, you're not going to have, Trump's not, may, may not be on court. Most likely he won't go to court. I mean, how long has it been? You know, it's not like FBI arrested him. FBI took some documents, but they, they didn't arrest him. No one, like, is it going to happen? Who knows? Maybe it'll happen tomorrow. Maybe it'll never happen. But the point is, is that being in this fantastic, fantastic world of like, you know, what you like, what Sam Harris is, is obviously suffering from, it's way more attractive, way more sexy, way more seductive. Is the dark side stronger? No. no. But the busier, more seductive. Than it actually is the reality. Reality is very boring, it's very slow, very unappealing. Which is interesting because Sam Harris made a career out of being against religion. It's very ironic that he's being so fanatical, even though he's written so much about being an atheist. There were a lot of things in that interview that went beyond just Trump, but because they did touch on wokeism, they talked about like religion, and it was interesting to me. And I, I do love those two guys uh, who do trigonometry. Fantastic and, job in that interview. Yeah, yeah, they did a great job, mm-hmm. and. The three of them, this is what I find interesting. The three of them, all three people sitting in that room, they're all agnostic atheists. Mm-hmm. And what I love is that, like, you and I, if, if we were in that room, there'd be, like, the five of us. We're all agnostic atheists. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that doesn't unite us in, in, in all sense of the, 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 the meaning of community or, you know, like you said it before on this podcast, like, you know, community... Like, what does that even mean, like, the gay community? It's like every the different Asian gay person has different views. Yeah, the black community. Yeah. Yep. It's a useless label, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're, you like to put your penis here along with all these other people, and you like to rub this girl with a girl. Hey, that's bond. You can bond over that. That's your community. I'm like, what kind of simple t- – like, there's so much complexity and richness to a human being. Yeah. You know? 
So oh, just shit. like that with with our atheist agnostic views, like like to me, this is a clear indicator of like, okay, how do I phrase this? Like, you know, I run this brand, Confusianity, and it's mm-hmm. all about agnostic atheists. And most mm-hmm. of my audience is like Sam Harris, like this. Trump derangement syndrome, irrational. They, will, they don't care about any kind of morality or ethics. They say they do, but they're willing to lie and cheat and all these things um, in order to get their way, in order to get Trump out. And I'm like, yeah. if you're willing to do that, like you have no, no integrity. Like you, no integrity. You've it's, sold out fu- everything. You're, like you, you're completely morally bankrupt. Like there, why yes. would anyone trust you at all for anything you say? Like I think there's like maybe like what is it? Maybe five years. If Sam Harris says something somewhat relevant, somewhat okay, I'll give a a, a, a benefit of doubt. But that's like no. You're like you're going to. Like credibility jail for the next five years from anyone, at least at the very minimum, you know, like no one's anything like so it's funny enough, like we're here because one, Sam Harris had a little tweet thread to to backtrack on what he said. Uh, I don't know if you caught that, but he has a whole, you know, slew of tweets. It starts with there. This is what he said on his Twitter profile. There's a podcast clip circulating that seems to be confusing, <laughs> confusing. Many people bought my views on Trump, which is understandable because I wasn't speaking very clearly. So what is worth <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So he's backtracking. Obviously, He was under the influence of TDS. So he's obviously being like, yeah, he's, he realizes that he fucked up. Now he's backtracking. Two, even on uh, the, the, the so-called the list of uh, the renegades of the intellectual dark web. No one is come. No one significant is coming to defend him. No one is coming to defend him. And I've kind of peered into the Eric Weinstein, Joe Rogan. No one is coming to defend Sam Harris. He clearly fucked up. He yeah. He clearly when, is fucked up. When you make a statement that's like, I don't care. If there's dead children in the closet of the son of the president. Listen, I don't care what's in Hunter Biden's. I mean, Hunter Biden, at that point, Hunter Biden literally could have had, had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared. I don't give a shit about that. I'm like, OK, okay. you're, you're digging a deeper and deeper hole with every yeah. word you say at, at that point. Yeah. You know, because I'm like. And the fact that this isn't, I think what he was it, trying to get at was this separation mm-hmm. that somehow the children of a president, if they have a fucked up life, that's irrelevant to the point because we're talking about Joe Biden running for president. But when you look at the actual issues with Ukraine and all the, mus- the money embezzling and all this yeah. stuff, the corruption, the big guy mm-hmm. referring to Joe Biden and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. No, this is like the dealings with China and Ukraine from Biden. It's like. That is putting our national security at risk. Like, you Absolutely. can't just forget. I mean, forget about he even said in the interview, oh, fuck the little children. The, uh, the interviewer guy said that. <laughs> but, but to that point, yeah, okay, let's just put that aside about the dead children, if that were a thing. And, and Sam Harris doesn't care about it at all. But, like, this is relevant. Like, you're saying you want to go after Trump because of his corruption with the Trump University, which, by the way, is something that happened before it's presidency, you know? Yeah. Because the whole time he was obsessed about the Trump University. I'm looking for this litany of 
give me your laundry list on Trump. And he kept yeah. mentioning Trump University, which happened a while ago. Yeah. And the whole time I'm sitting there wondering, and I was like, what exactly did Trump do in office that was such a vicious overreach and mm-hmm. a power grab? You know? Like, if I were, I mean, they did a good job interviewing him. If I were there, I would have asked, like, give, me some, give us some examples you, of you, all the th- Trump th- things that Trump did in office that, were, that make him like Hitler. You, you think that if you didn't know any better, if you knew just a little bit of a, a little bit of this and that, QAnon and whatever, you think that because of the intensity of Sam Harris and what he's talking about, you think that Trump University is on the same level as Pizzagate. You think that Trump University is on the same level of Jeffrey Epstein's island. No, Trump University is just a real estate training course. That's all it was. And it, I think the most it did looking at its Wikipedia it page today. basically the equivalent of like uh, Tate and his Hustler University, Pretty that much. kind of thing, where Pretty it's a little much. bit like a pyramid scheme. It's a little yeah, bit like the people worst, aren't getting what they paid the, for. The highest crime that it, it committed is racketeering, basically on, on a mob level, on a mafia level. Like it, fraudulent practices to create a profit. So basically it, it, showed, it sold a sham real estate courses it promised its customers that you, you would be, you'll be able to have a meet and greet with Donald Trump. And remember, this is, like you said, this is probably before he ran for president in 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's, like, the worst. It had nothing to do with pedophilia. It had nothing to do with violence. It had nothing to Trafficking do with Trafficking of underage girls. Of it like... had nothing to do with... It was just white-collar crimes at most, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is what... Fuck the kids, Sam Harris says, you know. Fuck the dead courts of children in basements, Sam Harris says. And I loved how, here, flowers to that interview with glasses on trigonometry. Because he <laughs> went along and just kind of boosted. His, yeah, fuck those kids. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I was right, like, that's, right. brilliant. that's brilliant. Well, the thing <laughs> difference is, he's, Harris said it kind of seriously, like, no, that's not nearly as important. Yeah. And the guys were like joking about it, you know. The so guys like, were like, "Okay, keep going, keep going. This is gonna make <laughs> for good TV. This is gonna give, be amazing." Like, so they completely deserve all the views, right. and like, I hope they continue. Like, this brings them, you know, a, a huge boost to them because that that instant, you could see those guys. They like get wide eyed and bushy tail. Like, whoa, he's. They actually wanted to, like, the whole, one of those hosts like, wanted to change courses a little bit. Sam, I'm sorry. That particular piece. I'm, I'm really yeah. sorry. I, I was the one that said we should move yeah, on, yeah. but you've just oh, said yeah. something I really struggled with. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Harris like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. What so, you just said, we got to talk about that. That was brilliant. That was a brilliant. Yeah. As, as, you know, both of us, we're kind of now in the same, you know, art form here. We do see that and we give a little little golf clap for them right yeah yeah that's, that's right that's well deserved well, well learned shout out to trigonometry interesting enough i think which is a good point it's like the one one big takeaway here is just like giving props to sam harris for being so unfiltered about how deranged he is because like that's how we started off this this episode um this segment is that yeah it's one thing to have TDS and kind of show little hints, as little slivers, little clues about it. But this is like, oh, you're full on mad, full blown, full blown, full blown, blown. Yeah. straight jacket, 
right now, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah, it's like, it's so bad. And once again, it's so bad, no one is coming to defend him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I used to be a big fan of Harris and like he got in trouble with talking about Muslim stuff. Same, same thing with Bill Maher. That's- that's that's how and that's he, how he came to prominence on Bill Maher. On Bill Maher. Yeah, you remember with that ben, episode when Ben Affleck was on Ben yeah, Affleck. Yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck was right. simping, simping for for the Palestinians and right. Um, <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna get flack for that, but no, like like very uh, stoically, very very in of course to to some extent to controversially, um, Sam Harris stood his ground and and gave a great counterpoint to it, and that's how we yeah. rose to both. Him yeah, and, and, and that show and Bill Maher's platform came to promise. Yeah, I mean, I love Bill Maher's uh, documentary, Religulous. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it's no. about it's about him being an atheist and how interesting religion is, you know, retarded or whatever. And um, I enjoyed that. That was many years ago. I I must have just came out of Christianity when I saw Religulous. Mm-hmm. Either that or I don't know, but but yeah, like Bill Maher and Sam Harris, but Sam Harris. Obviously, Bill Maher does it in a more of a comedic, entertaining way. Mm-hmm. Sam Harris is more intellectual about things. And I, I enjoyed watching the debate he had with Jordan Peterson a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm like, I like Jordan Peterson. But then for me, he loses points when he starts to talk about, oh, we, obviously there is a God and blah, blah, blah. The Bible. and Yeah, he, he and, falls back onto the Bible a lot. Yeah. And then I, I love seeing Sam Harris debate him on that because then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Sam Harris gained a lot of points for me during that time, but now you just lose all intellectual credibility, mm-hmm. you know, like, and the fact that people are like, okay, I have a couple sort of bigger picture thoughts about sure. this that aren't specific necessarily to Sam Harris, but mm-hmm. I think like, let's talk about like conspiracy theories for a second. Cause, cause, cause Harris was talking about like, QAnon and these wackos and and like the interviewers on trigonometry like the thing I respect about them is they're all agnostic atheists but they called out like the wokeism and the attachment with atheism and I saw Harris this was after the Trump segment but I saw Sam Harris kind of squirming a little bit and he was trying to say, like, well, wokeism is really rooted in Christianity and religious folks and whatever. And and the, the trigonometry guys were great. Like, he said a couple things. One of them was like... Um, religion, organized religion, it was a bond. It was a community. People could go. They could meet other people. They could feel connected. And so when people are disconnected, they're going to look for ways to connect with someone else and what better way to do that was then with you know i support this political movement blm or you know you share the same immutable characteristics as me you know i'm gay or i'm black or etc etc and because we're so desperate because we're literally programmed to form communities that we're going to have this ideology which is going to enable us to create a community yeah and and on the woke side it has this I mean, it has a precursor in Christianity. Human nature, like we have this sense of, you can call it spirituality or religious tendencies or whatever. But when people go to atheism, they, it's like there's a void. You know, Christians would say the God-shaped hole, like that void 
And it has to be filled somehow. People have to have some kind of purpose or some kind of morality or some kind of like higher calling. And to me, and that's what the guys were saying, the interviewers, is a little bit like, this is kind of what wokeism seems like. It's a means of like elevating yourself so that you're really righteous and important because you're calling out the evil that other people do, that white men are evil and the patriarchy and all these other people are oppressing, you know. And it's a form of religion in a way. And, and like the guys are right on. I'm listening to it and right on. And mm. Sim Harris just kind of, instead of going along with that, he, he kind of just was squirming and he kind of shut it down. And he was kind of bringing it back to like religion and Christians and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm. you know, it's like like you and I were like, and you know, I even though I run Confusedianity, I'm, I'm the farthest thing from a militant atheist, you know. Like, and I think you have to be willing to look in the mirror, no matter who you are, no matter what your belief system is, you have to be willing to look in the mirror and be humble. You can still be confident, like look at Andrew Tate, confident as hell, but you always need to call in your own views into question, you know, like, can you back this up? Can Andrew Tate back this up with physical violence or whatever? Or like, can Sam Harris back it up with facts and logic and reason? Because that's his whole game. And with everything we were talking about earlier about him obsessing about the Trump University and ignoring the things about Hunter Biden and Joe mm -hmm. Biden, I'm like, you're not hungry for truth here. You're admitting you're not on a quest for truth. Yeah. You're you're just you're just adding gasoline to your fire that you're just so complete disregard for rule of law. You know, this is like yeah, just yeah. like preferential, you know, some kind of bias, yeah. some kind of elitism. Yeah. At that point, he's doing the same thing that religious zealots do. Ah. The, the Muslim terror, the Islamic terrorist who blows himself up for 72 virgins or the yeah. Christian version of that, whatever that might be. Uh -huh. And he's like willing to die, willing to let children die, the fictitious children. And, and uh -huh. he doesn't even care about all these other things. Yeah. The number one priority in the planet should be to get rid of Trump. And I'm like, dude. You're he's speaking on religious levels when he's talking like that, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, anyway, I, I went off on a little which bit around which is like the worst, and it's like the like a religious level, but on a on a on a such a fundamentally deranged and and just indefensible, indefensible. yeah. Like, don't you think Trump is not that important? Don't you think, like. I feel like on some level, the Trump derangement people and Sam Harris and, and all these people, they, they've made Trump far more important than he actually is. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you say? Because I'm like, Absolutely. I don't think, I don't even think Joe Biden is that important. Yeah. I, I don't think Trump or Biden is that important. Like, mm -hmm. yes, our country's going downhill since Biden became president, but him as an individual, you know, I, I think Harris was trying to make the point that Trump is somehow corroding and corrupting all of america and just like we're all, I, I don't even get the logic yeah like we're all becoming redneck terrorists <laughs> domestic january 6th like there's there was militants there was a hundred million people who showed up to the january 6th insurrection a hundred <laughs> yeah. million one hundred billion <laughs> right yeah in, in spirit.
right? That, and there were like eight, everyone had a everyone had like three rifles each, three AR-16s, mm -hmm. AR-15s. Everyone had bazookas. You yeah. know, some people had some uh, rocket propelled like little Cessna planes with like you know GPS coordinated bombs attached to it. Like it was just full on modern day civil war. It was insane. Yeah. Were you, don't yeah. you remember you were there? I was there too. Yeah. I remember the bazookas. Yeah. And the, I remember following and, General Donald Trump into war against ratifying the election. <laughs> but that's what, how they think, right? That's how, what they believe in, right? That's, I know. And, uh, like, you the, said, like you said earlier, it's the yeah. fantasy. It's, it is the fantasy. Just let it go, Dyer. Surrender the fantasy. It's not real. It's, it's, it's just way better to live in, the, in this fantastic world that there's this devil called Trump. You know, that there's this devil called Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden, you know? Like, let's go Brandon, you know? Like, it's whether, whichever side. And for me, the lesson learned is, um, as I get older, as I get a little bit more chilled out, I realize it is a little difficult to stay out of uh, ideology. Like, you kind of have to choose an ideology. It's kind of... It's very. It's a very difficult battle to stay above it. So, for me, the the thing that I catch myself, the I, the 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 seductive fantasy that I catch myself living in, or just at least try to tread water in, is to be a consummate uh, contrarian. So every fucking thing I see, feel, hear, I have to disagree with, and it <laughs> is annoying. It is. It is fucking. Well, that annoying. sounds exhausting, though. It is if fucking you're exhausting do that by default. It is. We're going to be talking about a Netflix series in our next episode, uh, two episodes after this. But uh, it is fucking exhausting for me just to sit and enjoy something on Netflix, a movie, a song, a, a joke, just to just for what it is. You know. You know. I'm. I'm like. Nah, that's not true, is it? Even it might be. You know. Like, I have I have to turn that off sometimes, but that is kind of the religion, the ideology that I bought into. You know, like I have to be fucking salty and angry and critical against every fucking thing. You know, interesting. So it's that's 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 kind of the, everyone has their little you know, little little uh, a hole that they, they dug themselves into, and this is the hole. I'm just coming up with this analogy right off the right off the cuff. This is the whole whatever. If it's your, if you're a Christian, if you're a liberal, this is a little manhole, little foxhole, like as if you're fighting in World War II that you're dug yourself into, and you have to live within that hole. You know, it's very hard to live outside of a hole. It's very difficult to jump from hole to hole, foxhole to foxhole. So you have to kind of be in this little home, little hole in the ground. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I'm above it. I don't think that you're above it. We try to be picking, well, per, per se, me, the better one, but but it is still difficult. Yeah, of course. We all everybody has their own ideology. I think a lot of people don't even give it that much thought. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the average person is the NPC who's protesting in front of Trump's towers, and then yeah. they interview him, and he doesn't even know why the fuck he's there. President that had committed this many provable criminal acts. But what are the provable criminal acts? I guess. Provable criminal acts. Well, I'm just, I, 
I'm done talking. You know, mm-hmm. that's probably like the average person. Mm-hmm. But I, I had this thought, like similar to what you're talking about, about how you, for you, you just automatically don't trust everything, right? Yeah. Like you, you just, you hear a story, you don't believe it yeah. on the news. You, you watch something on Netflix and you're like, what is their agenda here? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they trying to preach to me about woke this or that, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you immediately feel this innate, like pushback, mm-hmm. right? So, like, one of the things that I, I, I jotted this down, let me just, it's not really like in a written form, but like a big point of mine in this whole thing was like, it all boils down to truth and lies. Because if you think about it, there would be no need for conspiracy theories if there was actual transparency and we were being told the truth by powerful institutions, the experts, the media, etc. You know, uh, Sam Harris brought up George Floyd, right? And how that was kind of like a moment where we could all gather together. We're all on the same page. We're all immediately revolted. And I was revolted when I first saw the knee on the neck. Yeah. But here's the part that gets left out. Why didn't we see the footage of him, of George Floyd, saying, I can't breathe, while he was by himself in the police car? Yeah. And I bet to this day, I'm, have you seen that footage? No, but I read plenty about it. Yeah, so I saw the footage, and I'm like wondering if you've seen it, and I'm like, I bet to this day... Most people still have not even seen that footage. But that, that I've know? read plenty of documentation of what, I, I don't know what he was high on, or if it was meth or something, but common symptom. I think like effect, ketamine, ketamine or something like that. A common symptom of what he took is shortness of breath. Yeah. And he, yeah. He, I, he, and it's like, I don't know if the, uh, the analysis postmortem, if, uh, if he if it concluded that he died of, overdosage of whatever drug he took but it is mm-hmm. definitely a common side effect the shortness of breath and feeling like you can't breathe yeah yeah and and my point of bringing that up is when i finally saw that footage this is like seven eight months later and i saw it i was like get the fuck out of here yeah and and i felt swindled they were messing with my emotions and everybody's emotions, causing all of these riots and BLM and all of this shit. They fucking lied to you. Yeah. Lied by omission. Yeah. They didn't give the full story. The guy was already saying he can't breathe yeah. when he was by himself. Yeah. Of course, it looks bad with the knee on the neck. Of course, I'm like, yeah, dude, why do you have to have the knee on the neck? Like, whatever. But the point is, he was already saying he can't breathe on his own. Yeah. Before the knee on the neck. And, and this is the thing is like, I'm after that moment, something clicked in my head where I was like, fuck all of y'all, like, yeah. fuck the media, fuck. All, I, I'm sick and tired of being lied to constantly. OK, and I think that's what you're getting at too. your natural reaction is to just distrust everything you see. And that's it is why. exhausting. Yeah. You know, and, and, and this is where I'm like. There's a total lack of accountability mm-hmm. and, and this idea of like misinformation, right? It's like, well, just because Fauci says something, that doesn't make it information and somebody else says something else counter to that mm-hmm. and that's misinformation, mm-hmm. okay? Because when they came out and said, 
Get the uh, You won't get the China plague. The, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. Guess what? That is fucking misinformation straight from the, the source of our leaders, the experts, the leaders. They're, they're telling us that. Flat out lie, you know? And this is just one of many, 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 many examples. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way, now we know that the work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, after a pattern of that, mm-hmm. people like me and you and a lot of other, even normal people who have checked out, they're like, you know what? Look at that survey that went around a couple of weeks ago. The Americans trust the media like 16% of the media or something like, you know, and you want to solve the problem of Alex Jones and, and conspiracy theories and all this other stuff. Very simple solution to conspiracy theories. All of the powerful entities, institutions, whatever, full transparency, 100% full transparency. We know how every penny is spent, every dollar, every penny from the government. Yeah. We know where every penny goes. Yeah. All of our tax dollars, we know exactly where it goes. No more meetings behind closed doors, full transparency, everything out of the open. Guess what? There's no need for conspiracy theories anymore because mm-hmm. we can finally see what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, instead, what do we have? Yeah. We have people lying to us about the policies and where the money's going. And dude, there was a clip last week. I don't know if you saw this. One of the Democratic senators was interviewed and they were the guy interviewing him was like, uh, you know, they just passed that Inflation Reduction Act. The IRA. Inflation yep. Reduction. Yep. And the guy asked him, so what part of this bill will actually reduce inflation? And what parts of the bill do you think will will quickly work on that specifically? Next question. And the motherfucker is like, um, uh, next question. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I mean, next question. Like, we're running out of time. Oh, sorry, we got to go. No, no, he's just standing there. Uh, Not even. Next question. Not even status quo. Not even just a, a filler answer, generic answer. Didn't even bother. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even bother because he knew Give that some political bullshit. At yeah, because the motherfucker, as you adeptly labeled him, the motherfucker knew that he's beyond reproach. He's not going to get burned for this. He doesn't even need, need to sweat yeah. a little bit for next question. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and here, here is Sam Harris keeps bringing up Alex yeah. Jones, keeps bringing up conspiracy theories, keeps bringing up QAnon. And I'm yeah. like, I'm sitting here the whole time thinking in my head. I'm like, OK, yeah, conspiracy theories. That's a thing for sure. And even though I give more credence to conspiracy theories, a lot of QAnon was just yeah. nonsense and garbage and whatever. But I'm like, does anybody ever talk about, like, how do we solve the problem of conspiracy theories? Because I just laid it out for everybody here. But see, truth, like, truth, transparency, conspiracy, conspiracy theories exist uh-huh. because we can't get at the truth. But see, but see, let me take that a step further. Uh, like, you're... You're you're making an excellent point, but may, let me make it even worse. <laughs> uh, the truth is out there; it's 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 hiding in plain sight. So here's one of my favorite examples: is 
Uh, Elon Musk. You have to listen to what Elon Musk. Most people think that Elon Musk with Tesla and SpaceX and SolarCity and Hyperloop and the Boring Company. Most people, especially uh, fanboys, Musk boys, Elon boys, think that Elon Musk is amazing for climate change and you know preserving the world, preserving Earth and whatever. Fucking bullshit. Tesla is responsible for producing so much lithium, which is the main ingredient for its electrical batteries in the cars. Lithium, just Google lithium and lithium, what do you want to call it? Production. And what you'll see is just the worst thing that you can do to do this world. Producing lithium is so much worse than anything that we're already doing, like carbon, like oil, plastics, glass, you name it. Lithium is probably, if on the, and this is a new technology with producing new, something new has a triple, quadruple the effect, negative effect on the climate change or carbon footprint, whatever you call it. But because now, because of what Tesla is doing and with what all these car companies and these state and federal regulation, global regulations on like, we need to be more green, so we're going to be more electric. That's just doing it worse. The cure is worse than the disease, as they say. And Elon never says he's trying to help. This is Elon smart. He never said he wants to save this world. He always says we need to back up this world, meaning that like a backing up a hard drive. He always says we need to be a multi-planet species. He never said we need to mm. save Earth. He's always been consistent about that. That motherfucker, mm. he knows what he's doing. You know? Boring company that hasn't done any jack shit. Hyperloop has been around for over 10 years that hasn't done jack shit. He's, he, he presents it. He, but he's, he's, a, he's a swindler. He's a snake oil salesman. <laughs> he's really good at this because he's never said, like he's trying to do good, but he never said he, he is good. You know? <laughs> That's an interesting distinction to make there. It really is. It really is. For, and for that, I, I do... He's a motherfucker. But he's an <laughs> asshole. But I do, I do admire on what level of expertise. He's literally the big boss of a video game. The level of expertise is playing an asshole. I was like, God damn it. This it's a, yeah, it's a little bit like Tate when we talk about Tate. Like, we yeah. kind of respect the game, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know? Like, these guys are hustling, you know? Absolutely. Hustling the In shit out of all of us. So... Yeah. I love that your point is if, if what evils, what horrible evils will we discover with all the people relate like involved with Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, Bill yeah. Gates, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, going down the rabbit hole, Joe Biden, aka Pedo Pete, and um, Hunter Biden's laptop, and all that to like. Um, yeah, but then just look at what we already know. And it's just what's already out there, putting the puzzle pieces together. That uh, from, <laughs> it's ridiculous what I saw today. Have you seen this clip going around of uh, the, the artist uh, Pitbull? Pitbull was on a, on a music artist? Yeah. Pitbull? I know. Yeah. I know Pitbull. He's, he's on this podcast with people just smoking weed and drinking, having a good time, but amazing rant conspiracy rant really just a truthful rant 
not a conspiracy. It's funny uh, when I first saw Andrew Tate, I thought of Pitbull. Yeah, because they, they kind of they look had the same similar look. vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, similar but, uh, look. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the edgy attitude too. Um, but Pitbull was like, you look at. He's telling the other podcasters in the room. He's he's telling you like, look at. Uh, like it's just public knowledge. It's like patent knowledge is out in the public, right? Bill Gates hold, held on to these uh, patents. This is basically the 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 Fauci ouchie, you know. Bill Gates hold on to hold on to a patent that basically overlaps that the jab. Mm-hmm. Like he, and like they had it all mapped out, like a closing yeah. closure, closing downs. The yeah. you know the basically what we went through the last couple of years bill gates had it mapped out and it's it's insane so it's just like it would be amazing to see if we get to see um what's behind the curtain so to say but you um, and i both know we're never going to see it that's a fantasy and because of because of that conspiracy theories will always run amok because that's a fantasy yeah you know, talk about like every human being has this God-shaped hole or whatever, but also like human beings do have a curiosity and we do have some yearning to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You know, as brain dead as people are, like just going through the motions. Yeah. I think maybe at least half, half people, if you ask them, would you like to know what really happened? You know, would you really like to know the truth? Did OJ kill his wife? You know, do, would you like to know what Hillary Clinton really did? It's, it's like, like it's like that line from Starship Troopers. Would you like to know more? Service guarantees citizenship. <laughs> Dude, I, do you remember nice. that? Starship. I don't, but cultural reference. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, would you good like for to you, know man. More? Yeah, that's good a movie you. about fascism. Dude, there's actually I, I watched that movie a couple months ago. There's yeah. so much in there. It's so good. That's relevant to yeah, our times. It is. I want to read the book. I want to see what's what's left out in the movie <laughs> from the book. But it's it's this is the sentiment I had um just the other day. Just my office here, it's a few blocks from my apartment. So I get to you know, there's 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 nice days and then there's kinda like eh days here in Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan. Um, the other day was nice, just leaving, still summer, the sun was up, it's not too crowded. Some days, especially later in the week and the weekends, there's a lot of people just having fun, being out. There's some days it's pretty chill and quiet, and it was one of those days where the sun was going down, I was walking from my office to apartment, and I was like, oh, it's a nice evening, it's a nice summer day here in Hell's Kitchen. And it's like, as much as like, we on FMAO, love talking about what's going on in the world and figuring out Biden, Trump, Harris, Jeffrey Epstein, all this good stuff, all this fun stuff. But it's like, the main point is, are we still free? Can we still do things? Can we still make our own choices? You know, can we still act and meet people and just go out for a walk, run, do things freely? Right now we can. For the part. moment. For the moment. For the moment. I hear that until they still, until they take it away from you again. They're still wearing masks in LA, you know? Yeah. So Do they have an active mask mandate right now? In, I think in so. LA? I think that's what I heard. My sources can be can be off, but that's what I heard. 
I yeah, dude, that the misinformation thing and the monkeypox, you know, like the monkeypox came out now is like Matt Walsh was talking about it. Yeah. It's basically an STD among gay men. That's basically <laughs> what it is. And here they were, ready to call to declare an emergency. State of emergency. I said that. More more powers to the state, mass yeah. mandates, stay yeah. at home. Like they they they're just chomping at the bit. To start imposing which these is, measures on which the is, rest of us. And if if we ever get canceled, um, it might be due to my carelessness in my rhetoric. Because I'm a proponent of... A few moments later. Well, we'll, we'll table that. We'll table that for yeah. our either our locals when we get that going or our own private Good point. video. Yeah, You got to rein so me in. I'll, I'll cut you off. I'll cut yeah. you off there before you pull a Sam Harris and put your foot in your mouth. Thank you. Thank you so much. I do not <laughs> want to be a tool like Sam. I want to be I want to be helpful. I want to be constructive. I don't want to be a tool like Sam Harris. So Yeah. Bam. There we go. Well, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you follow us on Spotify or your preferred podcast platform. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. And if you happen to use social media, come find us. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all those sorts of places at FMAO Show. And remember, don't be immature. Be the adult in the room. Subscribe for more.